0: Some of the scariest places we have been to are family homes.
1: Yeah.
0: doesn't matter the, the jails that we've investigated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter the mental, mental asylums, hospitals, any of those type yeah, of places. Some family night. homes have been where the craziest shit has occurred. Right. It all started off pretty normal. There wasn't really much happening until we got this huge infestation of flies that just came out of nowhere. No oh, way. Flies, just like. What the fuck? So thick that the room was black. No way. Right? Um, and then... You're flying into the house. Just appearing within the house.
1: Appearing within the house. Yeah,
0: because there were no doors open. There yeah. were no windows open. They were just oh, appearing. Fuck. With the noise and everything? The noise. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was followed by a red type of liquid that was seeping from the walls. Yeah.
1: Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Search. This one's close to me. This is an episode I've been waiting for since I began this podcast series. Obviously a big part of my life, anyone that read the book. Um, We're talking about paranormal investigations. Today's guest is a paranormal investigator with over 30 years of experience who's led over 450 private investigations into encounters with the supernatural in homes, workplaces and public spaces around the world, around Australia. Welcome to The Search, Craig Powell. How are you, brother? Yeah,
0: good, man. Thanks how for How are
1: you? Tell me, brother, how did you get into this line of work? Very unusual line of work, brother.
0: It, well, it is, yeah. Uh, look, I don't see it as work. It's, I guess it's a love job. Yeah. So my red pill moment, my falling down the rabbit hole was when I was 16 years old. And uh, I was babysitting my infant nephew, who had literally just been born maybe a couple of months before. Yep. And my sister and brother-in-law were going out for their first night out yep. after having the baby. So I went and babysat. Um, I went over. I got the the rundown. The baby was fast asleep. My sister said, look, no issues. You probably won't even wake up until we get back. right?" Was well, this in sleep Sydney? Through the night. Yeah, yep, a yep, place yep. called Stains yep. out west. And um, yeah, they headed off for the night and uh made myself at home sitting down watching the tv i got up walked into the kitchen to make myself a uh, a hot of milo and from the kitchen there's a really long hallway that divided the house all the bedrooms kind of ran off this hallway and at the very end of the hallway was a baby's nursery right and there was a night light on in there so i'm in the kitchen and I'm, i'm making this milo and as I'm waiting for the, 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 the kettle to boil, I, I saw movement out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've looked down the hallway. I saw someone just disappear into the baby's room. Like mm-hmm. the back half of a person yep. just kind of quickly slip into the baby's room. So when I saw that, and I knew what I saw, I immediately went into fight mode. Yeah. You know? Uh, here I am, sixteen, responsible for my, yeah, yeah. my newborn infant nephew. Um, I was playing uh, graded rugby league at the time, like at, at sixteen. So I thought I was king shit. Yeah. You know, I thought I was tough as, yeah. you could take on the world. <laughs> so I'm down that hallway, and I ran into the baby's room, and there was no one there. So stood there in shock for a couple of seconds, because you think to yourself, "Well." I must have been seeing things like but what was it that I that I saw? One of the first things I kind of remember or noticed about being in the room was that it was freezing. Yep. Like it was cold. And I thought to myself, tell me they've left the window open mm. to the baby's room, right? So I went and checked the window. That was locked up. And I thought to myself, well. There's an intruder. In, like, there's got to be someone yeah, yeah. in the house. And I went through the house. I'm looking under beds. I'm looking in cupboards. Yeah. I called my sister. Said I hate to interrupt you, um, your dinner, but there's someone in the house. Yeah. Right? yeah. She's like, well, we'll make our way back. Checking all the doors. All the doors are locked. Everything was as it should be. And then I'm just like, I just I must have been saying things. So went back to finish making my hot cup of Milo, and as I'm stirring the... I saw it again. Yeah. And I've turned around this time, but this time I saw a woman and she was halfway down the hallway and she was walking towards the baby's bedroom. And um, I only saw the back of her mm-hmm. and she was wearing a... Um, her hair was up in a, a bun. Mm-hmm. She had dark brown hair and she was wearing like this light blue long dress. And she, I just watched her walk down the hallway and walk into the baby's nursery. To this day, the, the, the audio of that event, what mm. I heard, probably stands out more than anything else. Because that's, it, it sounds really strange that it, 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 it hit me so hard, and to this day it still does. But that's the, the sound of her dress. As she walked down the made that really, you could hear really? the fabric yeah. as she walked down the hallway. Yeah, yeah, and, and disappeared. And I knew from that point that what I was watching wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A person wasn't human.
1: But can you explain to me what? How, how does she look? She looked like I'm looking at you. Oh, so translucent? No. Oh, no way! A physical figure.
0: It was just like. It's like you're looking at me. That's the crazy. same way I, I saw. That's crazy. I saw her and walked down the hallway, disappeared, Walk, and walked into walked into the baby's
1: room. Oh, walked into the baby's room.
0: So, I I was crapping myself yeah. because I knew that there was just something not right about the whole yeah, situation, yeah. and it took every fiber of my being to make my way down that hallway yeah. and, and grab the baby. It felt like a lifetime yeah. that it took me to do that, yeah, yeah. but I did it eventually. Yeah. Uh, snatched him up, made my way back into the hallway and I did not move until they got home. Yeah. Now, from that point, you tell people your experience and no one believes you. Of course not. Right? My thinking was I need to prove to these people yeah. that what I saw was real. And my brother-in-law was the biggest yeah. sceptic, yeah, huge sceptic. So I just went about how do I prove to everyone that what I saw is here and that exists so that I'm not crazy. I wasn't seeing things. Yeah. You know, how do I how do I go about that? And that's where my search for the paranormal oh, really? started yeah. from, from that point.
1: But I hear exactly what you're saying, like with people being skeptics, because I've had many experiences, right? The very first experience I had was a visual and audio experience too. There was a ghost and he said hello to me. And I've had six, seven, eight really um, definite ghost experiences in my life. And I still am a skeptic, even myself, somebody who's seen ghosts and like experienced them. When people tell me their ghost stories, I still sit there Mm -hmm. and I still think, no, you're talking shit. Like I still do it as someone who knows with every fiber of me that ghosts are real. And, And it's still, so I can only imagine people who have never experienced a ghost. It's like I, I, you can fully understand how they never, uh, they they wouldn't believe anything you're saying. You know what I mean? Everything comes down to you're, you're mentally ill. You didn't have enough sleep. They, yeah. It's just that's what they they explain it with. And yeah. and I full I'm really understand understanding of anyone who hasn't um, experienced ghosts. Yeah, yeah, and, and it does my head in because even when I'm telling ghost stories, I'm telling them and I'm looking at people and I think. This person just thinks I'm talking shit. I, get, I bet you you get that all the time. Like oh. you're, you're looking at them and you can tell the way they're looking at you. Like, no, you don't even want to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. ask you and sometimes you're even like, don't worry about it because you already know they're not going to believe like you.
0: My, my wife and I, we've stood up in front of rooms full. I'm talking yep. about hundreds of people, hundreds of skeptics yep. in a room and we get up and we, we speak about our research and our experiences. So you're standing in a uh, in front of a room full of all of these skeptics, mm-hmm. telling them about what you've experienced, yeah. and you know you can see them wanting to argue the point with you, yeah, and yeah. some of them even do, which is which is fine. I, I get it, but the thing is, and this happens all the time, as soon as that um, uh, conference finishes, these skeptics will come up to you and they'll say, "Hey." Thanks for coming along. Like, really appreciate appreciate it. Blah, 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 blah. Don't believe in any of this shit. Yeah. But there was this one time.
1: Oh, really? Right?
0: (laughs) And so you get it from even the most hardcore skeptics. Everyone's got a story. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Even if it's not theirs personally, they know someone that does. You know, everyone loves a good ghost story, man. You know, everyone loves a good ghost story. For sure. And I can guarantee you. There are two types of people in this world. Mm-hmm. Those that have had an experience and those that haven't had one yet. Yeah. But they will. There, there will be a point in their lives and it may even be on their deathbed. Mm. But they'll have that experience where they come to that realisation that there is more yeah. than this realm that we're living in at the moment. That's,
1: that's sort of like what I say to people about ghosts, about like the existence of ghosts because people like – Obviously, the big skeptics, they look at it like it's like the Loch Ness Monster or Big Four. And this is what I say to people. I go, do you know, like, the understanding and the acceptance of the existence of ghosts is done by every culture on earth for as long as cultures existed. And this and is what I think. Movies, yeah. People compare it to the Loch Ness Monster or one video of this Big Four or stupid stories like that. Not saying they're real or they're not real, but little one-off, one-location things. And this is like... No, ancient African cultures, mm-hmm. Asians. It's written on walls in China. It's written on the walls of the pyramids. It's exactly. all... A, in The UK is one of the most haunted places on earth. White people believe in it. Native Americans are like the most in tune with ghosts on earth. Aboriginals are in tune with them. Maoris are in tune with them. Like, it's a universal thing. Yeah. This is not like some story that's spread. And it's written on the walls and it's written in the stones. As far back, like, by all our ancestors, it's just an accepted fact that we live... With ghosts, even in religions, even in say like um, the Islamic religion, who is like a n- notoriously a religion of not being accepting of witchcraft and old stories and get that stuff away. Mm-hmm. Even they acknowledge that jinn live True, with yeah. you and they're in the room with you. They're yeah. all over you. Even the most like strictest religions on earth, except that it's, it's just, you know what I mean? But today in our scientific world of the last 30 years, we've just like, no, well, if you don't have scientific proof, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's like, so you're dealing yeah. with them people, the Big Bang people, and it's like, no, nah, no, nah, nothing exists because I haven't seen it. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, but the evidence is so clearly there. Can I tell you about the, the my first ghost experience, sure. bro? okay. It was crazy. It, it was, in my opinion, the craziest out of all of mine. And I've had some in jail cells. I've had some thing. Um, but – this one was the craziest because this one was both audio and visual and he was acknowledging of me. It was all three combined. So I've had one where I could hear him not see or right. I had one where I could see it but not hear it and I didn't know I was there and I've had one, you know what I mean? This one was yep. all one. So we were um, we moved in this rental in Marigville and um, the lady who was the landlord, the owner of the house, her husband had died in this house in Marigville. And she had to leave that house and rent it out because the husband never left. After he died, she lived there for a year. I learned all of these after the fact. Mm -hmm. All right, I I was a kid at this time, four, five years old. So no one's going to tell me as a four, five-year-old kid the backstory of a ghost in this house. I learned this as a teenager. So there was a Greek lady named Vicky. She rented the house to us. She had to leave because her husband was annoying her trying to get in bed. She was having visuals of her husband months after he died. So we, she rented it out to us. So here we are in this um, house. I didn't know at the time, but my other members of my family had seen the old Greek man who died in that house a year before. And they seen him, obviously no knowledge to me, they seen him as a trans, exactly how he was in real life, clothing, facial features, hands and feet starting at the hallway and walking down the hallway, that would always be where he would appear mm. and disappear. He would he, It's like he would, but he would never have any acknowledgement to anyone. It's like he was in his own world doing yep. his own thing and yep. he was always transparent, white as Casper the ghost as like, you know what I mean? Explan- explanation. Mm. I knew nothing of this didn't know we lived in a haunted house. Uh, one day mum put me to bed, right? I lived in the middle room down the hallway, three rooms on the right. I'm in the middle one. Turns my light off, but leaves the hallway door open, the hallway light on. I'm a a little kid. As soon as she walked out of the the room, the second she walked out of the room, imagine this to be the doorway and lights coming through. As soon as she said, yeah, good night, don't get out of bed, make sure you don't get out of bed this time, go to sleep, stop being stupid, walked away, he just stood in the doorway like that, right? I swear to, I'm telling my fans, I swear to this, I'll put, I swear to the dead Family members, graves, um, this is true because I'm, you know, when I tell this story, right, I feel stupid, bro, because it's just so unbelievable, you know what I mean? But this ghost turned, right, stood in the doorway, but he was different to how I learned that they had seen him. I seen him as transparent black. He was like a shadow. So how your shadow is but not on a wall, right? He was up in the air. He had no face and he had no features, no clothes. It was the black, looked like a bubble man, right? Like like a shadow in the air. And he stood and I could just tell that he was looking at me and he stood and he took up the doorway, right? Wouldn't have been huge, but I was a little kid. So it was a grown man. And it was just pointed straight towards me. And I looked at it. My mum had just left. And I looked at it and I was like that. And I froze out of fear, right? So all I could do is start squinting my eyes and I started squinting my eyes like to pretend I was asleep, just to pray that it would go away. And I squinted and I'm peeking on him with the my eyes squinted and it wouldn't move. And I opened my eyes back up and he was still standing there and just, I didn't know what to do, right? I didn't know what to do. So, and I had stayed full, I stayed full stiff this whole time. So I moved my hand just because, I don't know, you know what I mean? Just to see if there's a reaction. So I went like this like that and this ghost waved at me and said hey he went like this hey like that and as soon as he done that i started screaming and he hooked it up the hallway and my mum come in like and i was screaming and wow. crying and wow. she knew that i'd seen the ghost that they'd all seen and um so i told her as a ghost A ghost. she told me i'm crazy shut up this and that when i got older she said yeah you seen vicky's husband he used mm. to walk up and down the hallway and this and that and yeah. um yeah, bro. So that was, that was my very first ghost experience. See,
0: so already, what from what you've told me, you're not alone. Like, there
1: oh, are yeah, so yeah.
0: many people that have experienced the same type of thing, you know? Hallways. What is it? That's why when you're saying the hallway, I'm thinking, what is it with hallways? <clears throat> always a haunted hallway. What's, the, what's with hallways? So, uh, I mean, all we can put it down to is, you know, the, the paranormal is energy-based, mm. right? So you think of a hallway... And it's just a flow of energy, yeah, right, yeah. up and down. And that's why you always get movement in um, in hallways. The shadow, you know, there's there's a haunting phenomena called shadow people yeah, where yeah. people are just seeing the outline of a person. Uh, sometimes big, big people mm-hmm. that do take up full hallways. I mean, my wife will tell you we've been on an investigation and she watched, her and my son watched a shadow person take up the entire doorway just step in front of it and take up the entire doorway you know so it's really interesting it doesn't matter whether you're from you know penrith the city the northern beaches doesn't matter if if you're from china north america people are seeing the same thing all over the world all over the world they're seeing exactly the same and having the same experiences yeah but tell
1: me where so after that how? Where did it lead you? How did it? How did it come about? Like, so the, you seen that experience, and you, mm. you thought to yourself, "I want to get maybe for more personal reasons. I yeah. want to get to the bottom of this." Ex- exactly right. Yeah. yeah.
0: um And it, it's funny you should say that, man, because yeah. my research now it's so personal. Like it's yeah. all it, everyone's experiences are a very personal thing. Yeah. Like you were mentioning, you, you've got your stories, but. No one else can relate to them because yeah. they weren't there and exactly. they they didn't have yeah. that experience. And it has no you know? power, you know. Exactly right. There, yeah, Exactly right. Um, so, you know, as for me, I, I went through, you know, my younger years, my teenage years and, you know, adult life with an interest in it because I had had this experience, right? Yeah. Uh, and I never saw it again, Um it was interesting that maybe nine months after that experience, my brother-in-law and sister left mm-hmm. that house oh, due yeah. to things that were going bump in the night. Oh, really? So they, yeah. <laughs> they were having experiences yeah. as well. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, um, I met my partner in life and um, we got together and it was just like, It was just, I don't know, it was just like these two forces coming together when we met and um, this whole other world kind of uh, came forward towards us, Mm -hmm. that world being the paranormal. And that more or less started, you know, my wife grew up in India. She had experiences when she was younger uh, in India. And, you know, from from countries like India and New Zealand, you know, where my family's from. The paranormal isn't paranormal. It's yeah. it's a normal thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's it's just yeah. it's
0: just a normal part yeah. of life. I guess you know?
1: paranormal is the new word for us now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very much so. Um, but for you know for other cultures, it's yeah. just normal, it's just like just ghosts, the spirits, yeah. the afterlife. It's all just it's it's a normal thing, um, and. To this day, it's really hard for me to talk about. But my wife had a, a, an NDA, a near-death experience.
1: Yeah, they're crazy, crazy.
0: Where she was um, run over multiple times uh, in the street, at the front of our house, actually. And um, I was there. I actually got hit, too. Um, and I made my way to her to hold her because I knew she was badly injured and I felt her die. Like, I physically felt her soul just leave her her body. Like, I felt it. Jesus. And um, I remember the, the, it was drizzling that night and the rain falling on us and, you know, I could hear my dog barking and, and people just running around the street and carry on. And, you know, I, I, look, she survived. She's She's tough. She got through it. She got told she'd never be able to walk again. Um, and she walked, and she's living a normal life. But after that, after that experience, the world of the paranormal just became huge for us. Yeah. Um, the house that we lived in at the time, where this incident occurred, turned into the Amityville horror. Like there were things going on in that house, in our house that we lived in, that you could make mo- like movies yeah, about, yeah, yeah. and um my parents came to stay while she was in hospital mm-hmm. just to help me look after the kids because i was injured as well and uh they ended up leaving they couldn't stay there because of the things that were going on in the house really? but, and i'm talking about poltergeist yeah. phenomena oh. Beds oh, shaking, so f- proper physical stuff proper physical stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were in they used to sleep in our bed yeah. when they were there and this thing was bouncing and shaking around the room. Because there's a
1: big difference. Hey, eh? this that's this proper like poltergeist physical stuff, mm. which is a, a common thing, is very different to the oh I heard a noise. Oh, I didn't leave the light switch on, or the they're very different things, Yeah. You know. Eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> like,
0: when you experience this stuff, there is no doubt. Yeah. It leaves you no doubt that this yeah. stuff is real. Mm. Um and uh, yeah, my my parents couldn't stay there. Yeah, uh, my my mother even had laundry taken out of the laun- washing machine and thrown around yeah. the house, and she could hear it as it was being thrown—slop, slop, slop—with slop, slop, the wet washing yeah. just landing on the floor. Um. So you know, once and uh, all
1: this occurred after that experience outside. Yeah. Of- yeah. yeah. I wonder what that's about, eh?
0: Well, you know, like I said before, this the the paranormal is uh, energy based, yeah, right. So, if you look at it as you know, everything's energy. I'm mm. energy. Yeah. Your energy. This bottle of water. This desk. Ev- yeah. Everything. Everything is energy. The energy that happened, that traumatic energy that happened at our house that evening, obviously set yeah. something off. Yeah. Um. And it's like when magnets come together, mm. you know, sometimes they repel because they're different poles or sometimes they just click and they yeah. come together. And the energy was that it, it just it just blew up yeah. for us. Uh, and we had some really, really full-on experiences. Yeah. Um, so it got to the point then after those types of things and because we, were, we, we, were, we always had an interest and I'd or done a lot of research into it, you know, through my younger years, people always come to us and tell us about their stories yeah. and experiences. And um, that's when we formed a, a paranormal research group to go and investigate these types of things. And you and your misses, Yeah. And it started to Mad. be able to just purely to help people, yeah. not necessarily to find ghosts or yeah. go ghost busting or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. It was to try and help people yeah. find answers to what it was yeah. that was happening some people just want to have a conversation and be believed and once they get it off their chest yeah they feel so much better you know sometimes we may say we're doing an investigation and it's like well we have picked up some really strange anomalies or photographs or audio and they're like thank god oh so it puts their mind I'm at ease i'm not going mad yeah. Like, I don't mind it's here. Yeah, I just needed to know for my own mental health <laughs> yeah. that I wasn't going crazy. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then you have the other side where people are like, "That's it. Yeah, I'm moving out. Can you get rid of it? Yeah, all yeah. of that type of stuff. You know." Well, can you tell me, like,
1: when you go to these people's yeah. places and uh, workplaces and stuff like that, what what would be the types of things that you do? Like, what is it to investigate? Is it simply going out like you in, see in a movie, mm. um, calling out, saying, "Hey,
0: spirit!" Like sometimes, sometimes. sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Look, we try all different types of techniques yeah. because you don't really know what you're dealing with True. a lot of the time as well. <laughs> um, it's not. I can tell you now for pe- any any of your viewers that have watched paranormal reality TV shows like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or anything like, I was like that. Ask you about that fucking nothing like it it's there, not the. it's it not that well, we we can use that stuff yeah. but people think that you know they forget that what they're watching on tv has happened over the course of a week yeah that's been cut down into a 40 minute 30 minute episode oh yeah right paranormal investigations can be the most boring thing you've ever done yeah most of the time we're hungry <laughs> you're sitting in the dark talking to yourself <laughs> there's bugs and creepy crawlies it's cold Yeah, you know you just want to go to bed yeah. a lot of the time it's not real glamorous at all yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so doing an investigation doesn't just happen over one night yeah, yeah you know this stuff has to happen over over time and the way it starts for us would be if someone contacts us and it's a case that we're interested in and that we'd like to try and help with we would ask our potential clients to start a logbook for us mm-hmm. and that logbook would contain anything that they deemed to be out of the ordinary. Yep. What date it was, what day it was, what time of day, who was there, what happened, uh, what happened during your day. Did you have a good day, a bad day at work? Mm-hmm. And we'd have a full list. Looking right? for patterns. Exactly right. Yep. And we would get them to keep that for about six to eight weeks, that logbook. Right, and it would give us a good indication as well of how desperate these people were for some sort of assistance because if they couldn't be fucked doing it then yeah then it was just the top of the how desperate are you because I can tell you now we've turned up to an investigation to help people the whole street was there <laughs> the Ghostbusters were coming, and everyone wanted to watch it. Everyone wanted to watch the ghosts. Everyone wanted like, to see a ghost. Like shit, that? you not. Everyone was there. Everyone turned up. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't work like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or you. You walk into someone's house, and you'll see their DVD collection is all paranormal shows or yeah, documentaries, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's yeah. like, well, they're tricking themselves. You like. just want someone in here to yeah. to do this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, that's where it would start for us. We'd start looking for patterns. Yeah. Times a day. When when did this stuff start to occur? Yeah. Which member of the family is it occurring to? Uh, an investigation at someone's private home. It's a massive deal because it's so invasive. Yeah. You know, we've got cameras all through their house. Yeah. A lot of the sure times might. they have. You know, they have to leave for extended yeah. periods while we do it. So it's a big deal. And um, you know, I hear of people doing investigations every other weekend well, you can't be doing a real good job if you're doing an investigation every other weekend because for us, an investigation would take three or four months.
1: out, It would take three or four months to complete
0: fully. But tell me the first time like
1: you've – so you you and your missus are out there and this is is your thing now. So you're going out there for people, um, investigating. What is the first time you walked
0: away from one of those like what the fuck was that? Uh, so uh, This would have to be Probably one of the very first inv- investigations we did Oh really Like yep. proper ones one, yep. of the, one of the Proper first investigations And uh, It was in Whalen Out by Mount Jordan. Yep. yep And uh, This family was struggling with things that were going bump in the dark And um, All sorts of strange phenomena Family home Family home Yep Yep Just an ordinary And that's another thing too some of the scariest places we have been to are family homes.
1: Yeah.
0: Doesn't matter the the jails that we've investigated, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter the mental, mental asylum asylums, hospitals, any of those type yeah, of places. Some family, family home. homes have been where the craziest shit has occurred. Right? It all started off pretty normal. There wasn't really much happening until we got this huge infestation of flies that just came out of nowhere. No way. Flies just like <laughs> what the fuck? So thick that the room was black. No way. Right? Um, And then... Flying into the house. Just appearing within the house.
1: Appearing within the house. Yeah,
0: because there were no doors open. There were no windows open. They were just appearing. With the noise and everything? The noise. Yeah. Yeah. And just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just everywhere. Uh, And that's never a good sign when you get infestation of... Insects and things like that On really? a spiritual yep. Basis uh, It's a sign that there's probably something That's not real nice there oh, And that was really? a message for us to kind of yeah. Clear out You know um, And then that was followed by a red type of liquid That was seeping from the walls That's set Yep
1: <laughs> What the fuck yep. What is this in Where are you at the moment In the lounge room
0: This was in the lounge room In the yeah. lounge room yeah. yeah Or the kitchen The kitchen area Yeah yeah. Fuck me then. And th- this was like one of the very first first times that we've been out to investigate. And that's that's stuff you cannot fake. Yeah. You know, you can you can fake people can fake knocking yeah, yeah. the old taps and the this and opens, that and string the and TV goes off. Totally get yeah. Yeah, yeah, it. But who who's faking a million nah, flies a appearing million out flies. of nowhere? Like and, coming out of fiber. And a red liquid yeah. coming out of a a Jiprock wall. Everything from from that Two, um, we've experienced doppelgangers before. Yep. What so, is that? a doppelganger is the exact likeness of a person.
1: Oh, yep, yep.
0: Um, so, we've been, um, we're actually filming a, a, an Australian TV series called Phasmophobia, which is the fear of ghosts. Yeah. And we're at an old hospital called Kenmore Hospital. It was an old uh, mental asylum down in Goulburn. Filming there. Crazy. Sounds good. And,. Um, Look, long story short, we'd set up an experiment where um, a member of the public would spend time by themselves in one of these wards. Yeah. And the whole premise was to see how a person reacts under stress in an environment where they think it's haunted. How do people handle it? Do they just turn and run? Or would someone go and actually have a look and investigate what the noises were? So scattered throughout this old abandoned Hospital were cameras with crews manning them. Yeah, Two person to each camera because obviously the cameraman didn't want to be alone. So <laughs> there were two to each one. Yeah, And um, this person went and did what they had to do their task. Right, yep. And afterwards they came back and they had an interview with the host and we were all gathered around. And um, someone asked where one of the camera crew was. Because they weren't there. And it's like, oh, maybe they're still off in the dark waiting to film this person, you know. Um, Next minute, one of them just appeared into the room. Came walking and stood right next to me. His name was Daniel. And um, we all saw him and assumed that everyone was back together. They conducted this, uh, this interview. And then someone asked where his buddy was. Danny, where's your buddy? They're not still out there, are they? And he turned, walked back out the door into the darkness. And we thought, well, obviously he's gone to get his buddy. Meanwhile, cameras are filming, right? So he's, this guy is in shot. He's there. The next morning, we thought nothing of it, but the next morning sitting around dinner, they were having a conversation and someone said, oh, Can't believe you left so and so in the dark, Daniel, by themselves, you know. And he's like, What are you talking about? And they said, when we were doing the interview with such and such, you were there, but the other person wasn't. He's like, I wasn't at the interview. They're saying what no, you were, you were standing next to Craig behind the you know, he's like, No, I wasn't there. He's gone. We were waiting for someone to tell us to come back. Yeah. The spooky thing is his camera was running the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You could hear them talking on camera. Meanwhile, he is standing next to me yeah. in front of another camera.
1: That's mental.
0: So the same person. Yeah,
1: at the same time. Two different places. running. Yeah. In two different places. A visual on one and him talking to his mate on the other. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. See, now that at the time... It's not scary, but it's stuff like that I look back yeah, on yeah. and I just go, holy shit! Yeah, whatever yeah. that was was standing right next to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and it's sometimes it's not the stuff that happens at the time that's the I'm scariest. Going to say that it's, it's looking the, back. It's when you look yeah. back on things that mm. you go, wow, that was that was the craziest time. Another time, this is probably one of my most favourite stories ever. My research I'm group, excited. Yeah. <laughs> we were conducting uh, an event in the city at one of the old pubs. The pub yeah. was called the Hero Waterloo in the Rocks. I know it. A corner of Windmill Street. Yep, that's yep, the one. I know yeah. it. And um, famously haunted pub. Yeah, or is it? With really? the old, old right. cellar down below. I know yeah. the cellar. You yeah. can enter from the front. Yeah, that, you can go really? down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Famously haunted. And we were doing an event there where um, lots of people came, actually. It was packed out. And we presented a lot of our research and evidence and photos and video and audio and all this type of stuff. We were doing this presentation and then what was to happen was halfway through the night, catering was to come in so everyone could have some finger food, have a bit of a chat Mm -hmm. to each other. You know, I could start queuing up the next lot of things to show people, blah, 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 blah. So during this time, the owner of the pub, his name was Ivan, Mm -hmm. came in and i never saw ivan but my wife did my wife and a couple other members of our um, research team watched ivan come into the room and uh, he had a conversation with a man who was sitting right next to the door that man was the father of one of the girls that was in our research team at the time yep and we knew that you know, he was getting on in years, but he climbed, obviously travelled all the way up the stairs to come in and see how everything was was going. Mm-hmm. Ivan was a big believer in the paranormal because he had ghosts in his pub, so yep. he knew that there was the strange stuff in the world. And, uh, yeah, and that, that was it. He, he came in. We proceeded with the night, did my presentation. Everyone enjoyed it, had a bit of a QA and a afterwards. And then everyone left, went downstairs, had a drink, and that was it. We were bumping out all the gear, my research team and I. We were bumping everything out. Right out the front on the street, and uh, we were having a conversation, and I heard my wife say, she wasn't speaking to me directly, but to one of the other ones, that it was um, really nice of the owner of the pub to come in and see how things were going. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that, my ears kind of pricked up a bit. And I listened to the conversation a little bit, and I remember saying to her, "The owner of the pub came in. She's gone, yeah, Ivan." And I said, "No, his wife Kazuko. She, she runs the pub. You're talking about her. She's gone. No, I'm talking about Ivan." So the really odd thing about this is that um, I have a mate that I used to work with. And um, John was a ghost tour guide in the rocks. So they run ghost tours through the rocks. So he knew what I did and we always used to have conversations about it and he'd tell me stories that people were having on his tours and all that type of stuff. And um, a long time before that event, he came into work one day and he said, "Um, did you hear about Ivan? I said, no, what? He's gonna passed away. I went, oh, no, that's really, really sad. I didn't I hadn't seen Ivan yep. before that, you know. And said, oh mate, that's know, yeah, that's that's terrible. Um but in the busyness of life and yeah, everything yeah. that goes on, I forgot to tell my wife. Yeah, yeah, So when she's mentioning on yeah. that night that Ivan's walked I've into the room yeah, to yeah. have a conversation with, her, I'm thinking, no, that's and this is me, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the ghost guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just going, what do you mean, Ivan? No, you can't. And yeah. she's like, well, he was there. And I said, Nick, he's dead. He died. That's mental. And she said, what he, he, he couldn't have. He, he, was, he was in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, another one of our uh, research team who was with Nick at the time said, no, he definitely did. And out, I'm man. thinking, you guys taking the piss. They're like up or you, something. Yeah, yeah, and you're taking the piss, right? Yeah. So we pulled up the website of the pub and on the website is a photo of him. Yeah. Is that the guy you saw? Everyone's faces went white. That's it. They said, Craig, not only is that him, but he's wearing exactly the same clothes that are in that photo. Like... Exactly the same clothes. So that's when the investigator and me kicks in, right? So my wife's calling our friend who was part of the research team. Her father was driving the car. Nick said, can you just ask your dad if he would remember the gentleman that walked in and have a conversation with you or with him? Yeah, he goes, I remember remember him. And then um, we asked her to pull up the website to show her dad yeah. So she pulled up the website, and her dad, who was a skeptic, yeah, who only just came along to support his daughter yeah, in her yeah. research and adventures, didn't believe in any of this stuff at all. He's gone, yeah, that's a guy, and he's wearing the same shirt. Yeah, he said, right? And I'm just going, no way! <laughs> like, did you
1: break the news to him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he and he story. had to pull over. Yeah, that's he had it. to
0: pull over driving home, and there we thought he was having a heart attack. That's it. He was that flustered, and he was that panicked because he came to the yeah, realization yeah. that he had just had a it's full the best blown one that happens to skeptics, a full blown yeah. paranormal experience, yeah, right? Yeah. And there were num there were scores of people that night yeah, that yeah. saw him walk in. Yeah. yeah. And I documented it and I'm asking them who who could, would you recognize the man if you saw Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. Was that him? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, and he we was wearing same clothes. He yeah. was wearing that shirt too. Yeah. And we heard it through the whole thing. So the owner of the pub that had passed away had walked into a room full of people. Yeah. Full of people. Made himself known. Left. I was the only person in that room that knew he was dead. Yeah. And I was the only one that never saw him. I yeah, never saw him. Yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, it's really common with UFO sightings that you get a mass sighting. Like mass sightings of people will look yep. up and see strange things in the sky. Yep, yep. It is extremely rare to have a mass ghost oh, sighting. Oh, really?
1: Extremely rare. Really? That's, that's but interesting. It just yeah. so
0: happened at a paranormal yeah. event that the ghost. Of, and how weird is that, that know, you're the only one that knew and he didn't show himself And to that's you. what I've always yeah. said to people yeah. too. I was the only one that never saw him.
1: Yeah. It says here that you were part of a famous investigation on Cockatoo Island mm. that went... Had, what, what happened there? It went for over a two-year period.
0: Yeah, two years around on Cockatoo Island. Yeah. How, how did that... What's that about? Uh, so we were contacted by the Australian government yeah. to conduct paranormal investigations for them. Out on this place called Cockatoo Island, which is in the middle of Sydney Harbour.
1: All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Sydney Harbour, yep. yeah, 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 yep.
0: yeah. It's where they, they held a lot of concerts there and yep. and stuff. Now, um, so I was really excited. We we were really excited. It was a place we'd always wanted to go and, and check out. Yep. You know, it's got a, a lot of history to it. It was a, an old naval base. Yeah, um, it was a. Um, a children's reformatory The kids would go to school out there, yeah. Um, you know, troubled kids or you know, kids with no home or no parents, yeah, yeah, really. orphans they'd go out there and go to school there.
1: Sorry, which one is it? I know, mm. Sid, is it the one off Balmain? Main? Is it the, yeah, is that's that the one off Balmain? Main? It's yeah. got like a crane on that's it. The that's the one, that's I know, yeah, what, that's,
0: yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's yep. the one. Um, so it's got a huge history. So we were really keen to to get out there and have yeah. a look. And when we met with the, um, the government for the first time, they uh, they showed us all of these reports from staff members, security guards, members of the public about all the strange shit that went out on, uh, happened yeah. out on Cockatoo Island. Like for for us, for people that researched, this was the mecca because it had everything. Really, it had visual phenomena, it had audio phenomena, yep. it had physical phenomena. Like everything was there, all in the one yeah. one spot.
1: Oh, so you'd known about this place before it's, well, it's known? Look, in, in well, the,
0: I didn't know how, uh, I hate to say, it, I didn't know how haunted it was yeah, yeah, yeah. to begin with. But the things we look for when we want to research yeah. stuff, you look for the historical stuff. Yeah. You look for the old stuff yeah. or you look for a place that's got a bit of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's been deaths out there. There's yeah. been murders. There's been uh, work accidents. Yeah. The children were treated so nicely at times yeah, yeah, out there. Things like that, Convicts yeah. were kept out there. Really? Yeah. Um, and their solitary confinement cells were cut into the rock, so they dropped them down, fuck me. through the rock, and it was you were just imprisoned what? in this stone cell.
1: No way, yeah, 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 in like a bunker, kind of, like, yeah, yeah, like a trench, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just
0: dropping through the top, and that's Jesus. Yeah.
1: I shouldn't be laughing at that, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's so quiet. when they've asked you to go out here, you're like <clears throat> over the moon. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: they gave us a building out there where we could set up our HQ. So we kept all of our equipment there. We set up bunks. We could sleep out there. Mm -hmm. There were tents, everything. It was just, you know, everything was there. Um, The whole premise behind it was that um, they wanted to know whether there was any truth in any of these stories um, that they had um, reported over many, many years and if we could find any evidence of it for them. And uh, we ended up spending two years out on this island conducting research into the paranormal for the Australian government. Dead set. Which still blo- – when I when I say it today, yeah, still blows me away. That's crazy. Because what national government yeah. hires people to conduct paranormal investigations? Oh, I mean, you're talking about X-Files type shit yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. So even when I, I say it back to myself now, I just think, man, that was – that was full on. And, yeah. you know, we investigated with... We had government officials out on the island with yeah. us. And, look, we um, we captured a lot out on the island. We captured a lot of strange, bizarre phenomena, light phenomena, audio phenomena. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, my wife and a couple of other members captured um, some footage of an entity which was later known as uh, Sir No-Face. Sir No-Face. Yeah, Yeah. so the particular building that he was captured in was said to be, um, going off reports from staff and members of the public, there would be a a man in military uniform that was always seen in there. Yeah. And this was a house right on top of the hill and it had that really creepy look to it, like it looked like a haunted house. Mm. So when I first got to the island, I'm like, Man, that's that's where we're going first. That's okay. yeah. that's where we're going to start, yeah. right? Uh, but we were months into an investigation and nothing was happening in there, man.
1: Oh, dead sir uh,
0: Nothing. Like, it was just, excuse yeah. the pun, it was dead. Dead, yeah. And it got to the point where on this particular night, I said, and I said it out loud to my crew that were there, I said, if nothing happens tonight, I said, we're going somewhere else, like, Let's just put this one to bed because we were there for a long time focusing on this place. Nothing happens. We'll move all our shit and we'll go concentrate on another area. We had a conversation and we said, well, let's think about it again. If we're looking for a guy in military uniform, so the story goes. There's no use us, civilians, sitting in his house, Calling out, hey, yeah. show us you're here. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. can you talk to us? Hey, can you yeah. do this? Can you- if somebody's what- here. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So what What military man in their right mind yeah. would even acknowledge us? Yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah. So we said, well, let's refer to him as sir and see if that yeah. gets a response. So we did. We started calling him sir. Hi, sir. We're in your house. Sorry to bother you. But if you are here and you want your story told or there's something you you need to say to us, feel free to do it. We're the people that you need to do that to, right? Yeah. And the whole room lit up like it was midday. Like there was a light.
1: Not from a light bulb. No, there it's was like no electricity. Illum- something illuminated. There's no electricity yeah, in this yeah.
0: Place, yeah. It just... And it's hard to describe it unless you were there Mm. but this light lit up the whole room to the point where there were no shadows right i didn't cast a shadow no one else in the room cast a shadow so that tells me the light directional it's coming from everywhere but it was for a split second and it was gone and we spent the whole night after that trying to figure out where this light came from was it a boat on the harbor Was it a car driving down, you know, a a road on the other side? Like what? Where is double check the power, make sure, is there someone running around with a torch outside playing silly? Let's do it. So we we couldn't find any explanation for it. Um but our relationship with this entity kind of grew to the point where when we asked him to show us his light, he would do it. No way. He would do it. Sir, yeah. he shows you light. Bam. And you know, if you sit in the dark for a long period yeah. of time and you get your night vision, Yeah. if someone shines a light, you kind of turn away and, and blind. Oh, yeah. And then it takes you a while to get your night vision back again. Yeah. This light didn't do that. Really? This light would light the entire room to the point where I could see details on people's faces Yeah. disappear and, and I back. still had my night vision. Yeah. Like, it didn't hurt. It was the most, it's the most amazing, amazing thing. And um, it wasn't just me that witnessed it. It wasn't just my research crew. Yeah. But there were government officials that we had out there that witnessed it. We even dragged sceptics off the street. Yeah. Hey, do you want to take part in this experiment? Blah, 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 blah. get to spend the night on Cockatoo Island. They'd come out with us. We'd take them around to the... Sir, show us your light. Bam.
1: That's crazy. And I it would happen, man.
0: See what... <laughs> The thing with paranormal research is they call it pseudoscience because you can't replicate, you know, like a scientific experiment. You need to replicate it, right? Yeah, You can't do that with the paranormal and I get it because what you saw as a kid with the shadow in your room, ask him to do it again and it wouldn't happen again. It's just the way it is. Of
1: course not, yeah.
0: But here we are, we've found a location where we're actually asking for phenomena to occur and it occurs on call. So this particular house one night, uh, I wasn't on the island. I was at home with my kids. Uh, My wife was running the investigations that night with the rest of our research group and um, they left a couple of cameras running in, in Sir's house overnight. And um, I went and picked them up from the wharf the next morning and I'd ask them how their night was. And I remember her saying it was, there was nothing. Like nothing happened at all, which was really unusual for the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually there was always something happening somewhere. Yeah. So that was really unusual. And over the course of the week, I went through all the footage and I started looking through the footage of what we call Sir's house. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's not a glamorous job at all. It's probably the worst movie you could ever watch because you're just watching <laughs> a night vision yeah, screen yeah, yeah, yeah. for nothing's <laughs> happening. like, yeah. but as I'm doing that, there was movement on the screen.
1: Yeah. Whoa! What
0: the hell was that? So I've taken it back a bit. I've played it again and this figure of a person just peeked out from behind a doorway it looked exactly at the camera yeah and disappeared back behind the door again and it's probably one of the most freakiest pieces of footage we've ever captured like it yeah, was yeah. it was full on because we we knew that house was empty yeah they'd set the cameras up and then they they left and went somewhere else on the island
1: a figure is in the top half of a leaning male body yeah yeah
0: yeah it was the, yeah the top half top so half, you could okay. you could see Side the line. arm yeah you could see the arm come out you could see the head come out yep. anyway a guy from the the. US came out his name's Chad Kalick. he's known as the American ghost Hunter and he makes uh paranormal documentaries he has yep. done for a long time he's pretty good at it too, yeah. Chad. And, um, he contacted me and he said, uh, I want to screen my new film in Australia. He's gone. Can you help me? He goes, I'd love to do it on at haunted places. Yeah. I said, well, I've got this place called Cockatoo Island. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll hook it up for you. Come out. You can get people out on the Island, watch your spooky film. And then we can take him for a walk around yeah. in the dark. You know, he said, well, that sounds amazing. He's gone. Um, Uh, would you be able to do a presentation beforehand to show people about the... I said, yeah, no worries at all. So on that particular night, he was screening his film. I got up and did a presentation for his audience and I showed him that footage Mm. and he saw it. And obviously he was blown away by what he saw. Um, And he and his um, business partners asked me, if I would be interested in making a a documentary about it. Yeah. Um they said that they would fully investigate it themselves. Uh, and if it was found to be faked in any way, they'd out me. So they're going, look, we're giving you opportunity. Yeah, if you've, you've done the wrong thing, thing yeah. tell us now. Tell us now. Yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. He's going, but if you
1: if yeah. it's legit, I said, or, I yeah. said,
0: I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. I said, if you want to make a documentary about it, I said yeah. you know. Well, welcome to do it. Yeah, yeah, So he did, and then he spent over eighteen months trying to find out whether I was a fraud. The verify, or not. yeah. Uh, which he couldn't. Yeah. Uh, he took the footage to a guy by the name of Danny Patterson in Hollywood, yep. who is the leading CGI expert. Mm-hmm. He um, created Iron Man and the Avengers yep. and all those types of cool things. Yeah. So being a CGI expert and creating all of these types of animations for movies, you need to know how a body works, right? So if Iron Man's falling, you need to know how the human body will fall in order to be able to create that realistically for an audience to believe it. So this footage was taken to Danny Patterson. Uh, He looked through it and um, the response he gave to him on film was, it's not faked, it's not CGI. I don't believe in ghosts but whatever that is, isn't human. That's uh... he's gone. it doesn't move like a human. Yeah. He goes, it, it moves more like it's liquid in liquid form. Yeah. The way it, it moves. He goes, it's the shape of a person. He's gone, but whatever that is, I don't believe to be human. Yeah. So that's where the whole Sir No Face story and investigation started. And that, that kind of changed my life, man. That yeah. was, I was touring the U S with that film and, it's, uh, yeah, it's what, why no
1: face though. Oh, he because had no face? he had no face. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was just a. Just really, a, appears to be a blank face. That's it. Uh, yeah. Clothing? Yeah. No, you can't. You see. can't really tell. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. When we tried to recreate it, yeah. we had people stand in that position and do the same thing, yeah. and you can clearly see writing on their shirt yeah, yeah, you know you can see their facial features yeah. and all that type of yeah, this yeah. was totally different from it's like a blank figure from anything else yeah, yeah. yeah anything else
1: that's so crazy, yeah that's bro.
0: that's how we got to spend two months yeah. investigating with the australian government to this day i still think we're the only people i know of that have been sanctioned by the government yeah, to conduct paranormal investigations yeah, yeah. which is unheard no, of really that
1: is, that is unheard of that's crazy yeah let me ask you, about it's not something obviously that I expect you to have the answer for. It's an un- unknowable thing. But in your opinion, how many how many people have died? Billions upon billions. Seven people, seven billion people exist, but there's only a certain amount of ghosts. What do you think th- they are there for? Why? 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 Are some, why do some people become ghosts? Yeah, and-
0: this is where it gets tricky, right? Yeah. Because. And we get asked this a lot. I, get, I know I get asked this a lot. But in order to answer that question, we have to first define what a ghost actually is. Mm. What is a ghost? Because a lot of people, a large majority of people, and you could be in this percentage as well, would tell you that a ghost is the spirit of a dead person that has come back to... ...haunt or they've got unfinished business... ...or they're lost or... ...there's, there's a message there. I would fall there's, in that there's, percentage. There's this yeah. and that, yeah. right? So if you look at it that way... Mm-hmm. ...then, you know... ...we're dealing with, you know, energetical beings. Um, I've always... ...when I've done workshops... ...I've always blown up a balloon to demonstrate this, right? So... As, a, as people, we're, we're, we're energetical beings. I demonstrate it with a balloon. So I blow up a b- b- balloon. The the actual balloon itself is us, mm-hmm. our physical being. The air that I've put inside that balloon is our spirit or soul or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. What the, the thing that makes us us yep. is inside there. Mm-hmm. And when I pop the balloon, the balloon dies It's Mm. been destroyed. It's no longer. What happens to
1: the the, the inside? inside?
0: What happens to that? Mm. Where does it go? It just goes back to where it came from. All right. Einstein said that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Mm. It just changes forms. Mm. So if you look at it in that way, When our physical shell dies, our spirit or the energy that makes us up as people then changes forms and goes back to wherever it is is, we came from, right? There's a theory called the stone tape theory or what's called a residual haunt. And again, it goes back to the house you lived in as a kid where things would happen... But these ghosts or spirits wouldn't interact with people. You know what I mean? That's what we would call a classic residual haunting or stone tape theory. It's where we think and, you know, other researchers around the world think that the energy of that person has been captured or imprinted into the atmosphere. Yeah. And that at certain times that imprint can be replayed. Yeah, replays. You know? This is more well known with traumatic events, Yeah. you know, uh, places of abuse, uh, murders, you know, yeah. violence, all that type yeah. of stuff because all that energy is that energy. it's yeah, imprinted into... It flashes into it. Into the environment yeah, yeah. and whatever it is, whether it be... So
1: it'd be a uh, non-interactive... It's non-interactive. Completely non-interactive.
0: So the way we always see it is, you know, such and such sees the ghost of grandpa walking down the hall every night at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Grandpa doesn't see anyone, doesn't look at anyone, doesn't talk to anyone, yeah. just walks down the hall. Grandpa, when he was alive, did that at 7 o'clock every night on his way to sit in his favourite chair mm. to watch his favourite show or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, He's done it so many times that it's just imprinted. We think that, makes, that it may yeah, have imprinted. Get,
1: No, That makes so much sense. The
0: energy's imprinted that it just, yeah...
1: And, bro, it makes so much sense because then when you think of the ghosts or like what people, it's always that nurse that done the rounds yep. with the checklist. The that, matron. Yep. Yeah. The doing her all, thing. All, all, all the, bro. Doing her normal things. Bro, I'm getting She alive why. why? Because so many um, prison ghosts, Parramatta, Bathurst, or the ones that I've experienced. And the boys, all Siam and so many boys, all different cultures have the same. It's always the prison warden that used to do checks. Right. And the checks are always at three thirty or yep. six fifteen in the it's morning, an and you time. look there, and it's an imprint. It's the old yep. prison warden from the seventies with his old style, and he's rattling his keys like he always would have done at that same morning, yep. and and it, he would have done it for thirty five years. That prison guard yep. who loved his job and he got around rattling his keys, That's it. and it's an imprint. Yeah, that makes so much it's sense. It's an imprint because he
0: did the same thing over, and that yeah. leaves energy right yeah. and, and just imprints into the atmosphere.
1: That's the craziest, th- You've, you honestly changed my like, look onto what ghosts are so much. That is that is of a like, crazy explanation, eh? And it makes so much sense. makes so much sense with the stories that I've heard. Mm. Thank you. Love it. I was really looking forward to this episode. It's a big part of my life, man, of crazy story and I learned a lot from that, man. I really admire it. Thank you. Thank you for coming You're on. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Let's see it.